welcome to Destiny Revival Ministries Sermon of the Week. Thank you for joining us. You can stay up to date through our social media or give from the link in the details. We hope this message blesses you. There's such an atmosphere of God. I got to say this, that expect more activities of heaven. Expect more activities to start manifesting. I, I just felt that in the worship, that there was just this open heaven suddenly. I mean, something broke. At one spot in the worship, and it, and and I just and I just realized that God is entrusting this place to experience that activities that we will see. You'll see it. You'll you'll see how people will get delivered just by by sitting in the presence of God. That's the promise. That's the promise. That's the promise. We 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 came from the presence of God. Did you hear me? We gain from the presence of God. It, it doesn't matter who they are. Once they come under the presence of God, you just keep them there. They, they, they get filled. They, they'll, they'll get filled. I, I, was, I was seeing this with my own eyes. Where people come to the Lord. And I remember this, this one son of us. He came to the Lord. He came to the Lord and his wife was a prostitute. His wife was a prostitute. And he came to the Lord and he was just nagging every week. Please just come to church with me. And one night she made it to church. And she didn't know what to pull up or what to pull down. She came in a dress coat. Are you with me? And as she was sitting there, we just, we just let her sit. Because it's not, it's not us that does this. It's God. That's the manifested presence of the Lord. It's the manifested presence of the Lord. And the very next thing, it was like a bondage just went on. And all of a sudden, this lady's on the floor. I mean, she could care less what's going on. And God felt her. I mean, I mean they, they were, she was so high that night. I'll never forget it. Her husband told me afterwards that she, she put some nail polish remover. She, she put it through brown bread. And then she drinks the, the leftover. Just to get on a trip. She, got, she was so high that night. Lord Jesus. But in that presence. All of a sudden. Phew, So don't care who's going to come to church. Don't care who's going to come and sit here because God's going to do something. Come on, this is a promise. You will refer back to this morning and say, but we heard this. And you're going to see how God is going to send them in. And they can just going to come and sit here. They won't be saved. But God will transform them. He will saturate them. And they will be changed under this presence of God. 
that will be changed under this presence of God. I got to get to the word. There's so much that's going on in my spirit. And um, I, I, I don't know if I will even get to everything, but I ask her just to stay before she goes and, and do what she does. But um, this is what the Lord was telling me. Maybe just come sit here. Come and just relax. Just for a minute. I'm going to minister to them. It's, it's priority for me. The Lord showed me this. Three months ago, the Lord released this word in my, in my spirit. And I haven't had a chance to, to even preach close to anything of this. But part of this, the Lord showed me last night. When Elisha was sent to anoint Yehu as king. He went and the servant went and searched for him. And he found him in the midst of, of other captains. I'm, I'm calling up the rank because that was who everyone was. In that circle was only captains that were sitting there. Here's the sermon coming up. And he said, I've got a message for you. And everybody was looking to each other and said, but who is he talking about? And he pointed his finger to you and he says, I'm talking to you. And he says, come up here. <laughs> Didn't we just sing that? He says, come up here. And, and he led him into a little closet. Okay. And the minute that he got in there, the word of God says that he started pouring out the oil. Now your hair is kind of messed up already. So I'm going to mess it up a little bit more. Is that okay? Come here. I just want to show them something. I better get a just, maybe I must get a ladder to, to try to do what I want. And here's the servant. He found him and put him. He is, is in, this, in this cubicle. And the next thing is he starts pouring on the oil over, over his head. Now, come on. If there's some oil over his head, okay. No, 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 no. I don't ask you to fix it. He came out, listen, listen to this. You came out as if nothing happened. He came out of, the, out of the cubicle as if nothing happened. And here he is. And he went and sat down right in the midst of the other captains again. Now everybody's looking at him. What just happened to him? I want you to see this because I, I'm, I'm acting this for you so that you can realize what God is doing right here tonight. This is a divine meeting. This is a divine appointment for this ministry. Because you're going to see what God's going to do within the next three months. Come on, I'm prophesying this. You're going to see how God is going to launch things that has never existed in this ministry. That God is just going to set off because this is the very perfect time for this. And the minute that he came out, I mean his hair was, everything was messed up. Because a whole bottle of oil was poured out over him. So he went and sat down. He didn't want nobody to see what was the difference. And then they asked, they asked you, they said, what just happened to you? Go read your Bible. The word says, he said, nothing. I understand the scripture because that's a humbled heart. Oh, you got to get this. It's a humbled heart that, didn't, that never wanted to be on 
to be put on a pedestal. But I got to tell both of you, you don't have any choice. Because God has chosen to highlight you. He has chosen to highlight you. He messed up your hair, bro. He messed up your appearance and everybody's going to see the difference. Everybody, everybody already knows the difference, in fact. Everybody knows the difference. Yes, the promise. While they were inside there, I want you to listen to this. I want you to hear what the, what the Word of God says. And, you, and, and He says, go, go, uh, um, go anoint you as king. And then tell him the following. You shall strike down the house of Ahab. Listen, God has brought this ministry to this establishment so that you can take down the house of Ahab and that they might avenge the blood of their servants and the prophets, the false prophets, and even the hands of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish and I will cut off from Ahab every male bond of free in Israel and I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jerobeam, the son of Nebuchadnezzar, that was like the house of Basha. And the dog shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel and none shall bury her. And he opened the door and he went off. Listen what God is saying today. He says, I have appointed you in the midst of every other king in your area. But God has highlighted you and you say, but Lord, I don't want to be there. The Lord says, well, put that in your pipe and smoke it. You got to take this. You will be on the pedestal. You will be on that position where everybody will know the anointing that I've put upon your life. Everybody will know about that word that has been spoken. This will be known as a place where people will be delivered. This will be known as a place of the manifested presence. It will be known as people who are sharp in the presence of the Lord. You, you man, you came and you said this morning, we're not intimidated by Jezebel. You're very right. You're very right. Because God says when Jezebel went over and she uh, demolished the, the altar of God, when Elijah came there, he rebuilt it. And he put two stones in particular as the foundation of the altar. This is what God says what you've been doing. You're rebuilding the altar for God so that the presence of God in this whole area can come down. You're rebuilding the altar. You're rebuilding the altar. Number one, Simeon. The stone of Simeon was laid down. The Simeon means to see. God has restored the eyesight of the visionary in this place. The second son of Jacob, his stone was brought, and that stone means to speak. The Lord says that you will see and you will speak. You will see and you will speak. You will see and you will speak. And God has put you together for that reason. You shall see it and she shall prophesy. You shall see it and she shall prophesy. And that will bring to the that will add to the restoration of the altar of God. 
The enemy got it right some years ago. I don't know, I, I don't know what happened. But somehow the enemy got it right to, to destroy the presence of God. To destroy the altar of God in this, in this area. That's why God has brought you to this place. There's some deeper stuff than just coming to church and just having a fun time in the Lord. There's deeper stuff because God is bringing an establishment of the manifested presence of God. God, God, is, God is opening the, the mouth this morning of the prophetic. If you, have, if you thought that she sang prophetic, if you thought that she prophesied before, you haven't seen it. Because in, in moments, there's going to come a, 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 a well that will burst open from the inside of your wife. And pastor, I got to tell you this morning that you, can, you don't fear nobody. You don't fear nothing of what God has brought you to this table to bring. You bring it, you speak it, you prophesy it, and you're going to see how God will deliver people in front of your eyes. You will snuff out. You will snuff out the Jezebels. You will snuff them out. One by one, you will feel it, you will see it, and you will expose it. Father, thank you right now for, for blessing this house. Father, thank you for blessing this leadership. Thank you for blessing the visionary and the voice behind him. I thank you right now that in Jesus' name, that we can release upon, you the, upon them the blessing of the Lord that will prosper in every way. And that the manifested presence will take them over. In, Je in Jesus' name. 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 I'm going to finish with this part. You can't prophesy something like this to just everybody but God knows your heart when he went back to his seat and they realized what just happened every one of them jumped up and they threw off their mantles and they went and put it on the steps on the side as a cushion and they said to you come and sit there on our mantles the prophetic meaning behind this is the following. That God has brought him into an apostleship. To bring that order of things that was out of order. And therefore there will come an alignment. There will come an alignment. There will come an alignment where other people, your age, your capacity, every, but just one difference. The hair has not been messed up. And they shall come and they shall submit their mantles to you. And you will see it by the hundreds coming in. You'll see it by the hundreds coming in. Because God has given you the capacity to do this. Again, I know I prophesied this word into you this morning. And many, many people will say, but how, how can you do that? Because it goes to people's heads. No, it's not going to do that. No, it's not going to happen here. 
because you're not, you don't worry about it. And God knows it. She doesn't worry about it. She doesn't want, she doesn't care less. But that's why God can entrust you this morning with this. To come in alignment with other ministries and, and people with great mantles that will come and submit it as a relief to what God is doing in this place. Holy Spirit, come. Come and stretch out your hands towards them, please. Just stretch out your hands towards them. and say, Lord, bless them. Give them wisdom. Give them wisdom. Give them understanding. Lord, help them to, to stay in this. Help them to stay into this, into what you are doing right here tonight, today. Help them to, to, to absorb every single word. Yes, keep them steady. Keep them up. Keep them up, God. In the name of Jesus. 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 I don't, I don't know how to, how to proceed. I'm serious. I don't know. Because this, the presence of God is just insane. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to say it. Three months. Three months. Three months. Three months. And you'll see all the loose ends coming together. Three months and you'll see the loose ends coming together. I don't know how this works and what it is, but I see loose ends in different states. I don't know what it is and probably you know. But I see these loose ends in different states and the Lord sees within the next three months, you'll see how these loose ends coming together. And you'll see the plan within the plan. You'll see it. At the moment, you can't see the bigger picture yet. You can't see it. You can't see it. But God, God has kept you there from that for reason. God has kept you from that bigger picture. But in a few moments, in a few months, you'll see how everything is coming together. So I want to I encourage you, Pastor Kamara, to just relax. Take a breath and relax. Stop stressing out. Stop stressing out. God's got this. God's got this. God's got this. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Are you ready for the word? Yes. Hallelujah. One word from God. I said one word from God. It changes everything. Come on, I need an amen somewhere. <laughs> one word from God changes everything. Doesn't matter what devil or demon comes against you. Doesn't matter. If God spoke it, He will bring it to pass. Come on. He will bring it to pass. The word of this church, God will bring it to pass. Okay, all right, I'm going to overload you, so just bear with me. Just bear with me. I've never, I've never heard in my generation, hear me out, never in my generation I've ever heard anybody preaching about the daughter of Jezebel. 
Never in my whole life, I've never heard somebody that preaches about the, the daughter of Jezebel. I'm going to talk to you about it. Because we're so caught up about the things of the devil. And let me tell you just, just up first. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a devil chaser. Okay, I, I'm not one of them that sees, okay, you've you got you to throw away or burn that light there at the back because it's a bit skew and then there's something in it. And Lord Jesus help us. Okay, I'm not a devil chaser, but this is what the Lord's been, been, been uh, deposited in me in the last couple of months. And this morning is the first time I'm going to talk about this, okay? It's the first time that I'm going to speak to you about this in particular. So we all know Jezebel. Come on, if you haven't heard about Jezebel, uh, just bump your neighbor and say, wake up. Okay? Jezebel is real. Who knows that? Come on, the spirit of Jezebel is real. That's it. We, we can't get around that. There are manifestations of the enemy that comes against the church. Okay? And four, four very uh, relative uh, uh, things that comes to the church in today's era. When I, when I speak about Jezebel, number one, it is lust. It is the craving after the flesh. Come on, I'm not talking about sexual immorality. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about the, the craving after flesh. That's what it is, the lust. Number two, what the Lord showed me is, is fear. The fear of the enemy is on, is, is on the world. I don't know if you know that. But, but you can, come on, just listen to the news and you're fearful. Just read a newspaper, you're fearful. Listen to your neighbor, you become fearful. That is the language of the enemy in today's date. Is fear. And, and, and the enemy is driving the church with fear. Number three, discouragement. Come on, think about that quickly. How many times in the last three months have you been discouraged? How many times in the, in the past three months have you been in a place that you said that uh, I, I, can't, I can't get my head out of the bed? Number four is depression. If I make a call this morning of people that ask for depression, I'm probably going to get a whole altar call here in the front. People who suffers from depression. That's the language of Jezebel. That is what Jezebel does, okay? She brings that fear. She brings that craving after flesh. She brings that discouragement. She brings that, that, that uh, addiction to whatever the world is bringing to the, to the world. That's what, she, that's what she's thriving in. But let me get to the word, Revelation 2 verse 20 to 23. But this I have against you. That you have tolerated the woman, the, the Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, claiming to be inspired and who is teaching and leading astray my servants and uh, uh, beguiling them into practicing sexual vice and eating food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent. Listen to what John is writing. He says, I gave her time to repent, but she has no desire to repent of her immorality. Take 
take note, I will throw her on a bed of anguish and those who commit adultery with her, uh, I will bring down to pressing distress and severe affliction unless they turn away their minds from the conduct as hers and repent of their doings. So number one, the Lord says, this is, what I, this is what I have against you, is the fact that you have tolerated with Jezebel. Can I say this to, to this morning? Is that the church has tolerated Jezebel. Oh, come on now, church. We have tolerated Jezebel. We've seen her works, but we haven't done against anything against that. We have identified her works in the work of the ministry, but still we have ignored that. The problem is, once we addressing that, we will see activities and then we will see manifestations. Oh, and we're very afraid of having that in the meetings. Once people start manifesting, people run out the back door. You know that. Come on, you know that. You know what I'm talking about. But I call upon the church this morning to act upon the Word of God and says we're going not we're gonna not tolerate anymore the works of Jezebel in the kingdom of God because God has raised up an army. Come on now. Come on, God has raised an army. I'm going to ask you the question on Friday night. Who is your daddy? Come on. When, when, when David was standing in, the, in, in front of uh, uh, Saul with that head in his hand, he said, I haven't seen the side of you. You got to tell me whose son are you? You got to come up with, a, with something to tell me who are you really? I am a remnant, David said. I'm a remnant. So in the book of Kings, we see that, that Yehu, am I in the right church? That Yehu comes, they saw Jezebel, they saw Jezebel, and this is in 2 Kings 9 verse 32 and 33, and Yehu lifted up his face to the window and he said, who's on my side? Come on, I'm, I'm talking to the right crowd. And you says, who's on my side? <laughs> and two or three eunuchs looked out at him. And he said to them, throw it down. So they threw her down and some of her blood spattered on the wall and the horses and he drove over her. I'm talking about Jesus, you, the, the, the very prophetic word that God was just downloaded here, right here. God has ordained this church to walk into a next level of authority. Come on, a next level of authority to take down these principalities. 
And here it is, Yehu Christ, yeah. And he says, who's with me? Come on, I need, I need a church this morning that says, with him, with the visionary, I'm with you. Come on, I'm with you. Come on, we are, we are together in this. We're not gonna stay down, come on. We're not gonna back out. We're not gonna back out with this. We gotta see what God is gonna do. So our blood was spattered. Everything happened exactly how the prophetic word was, was said unto you when he was anointed. Everything happened in the same way. But something in particular has caught me up with this. Listen to what verse 32 says. You lifted up his, his face to the window and he said, Who's on my side? And two or three eunuchs looked at him. That might, not, that might not mean anything to you. But there's only one place in the Bible where two or three are mentioned besides this one. And that is when Jesus says, I'll be with you. My presence. Let me tell you, church. It is the presence of the Lord that will take down the principalities. It is not your smartness. Come on, it is not whatever you do what makes you cool. Come on, I'm talking about the manifested presence of the Lord. And this is what God has entrusted this house to experience is that presence that will track down. Listen, only two or three. <laughs> and they responded. Listen what God prophetically tells you this morning. He said, my presence will help you making progress in this war. Because it will not be by your might. Come on. It will be by my spirit, says the Lord. That is how it will happen. By the manifested presence of the spirit of God. I went deeper into eunuchs and I wanted to see what that is. Eunuchs is a specific male that is assigned, listen to this, to protect women in their designated area. I never knew this. And the moment when God showed me this, this is what the Spirit of God said to me. He says, I will protect my bride. Oh Lord Jesus, help us with this. I'm going to protect my bride. I'm going to raise up Jews with their wives so that they can protect my bride from this, from this whatever it is. Come on, I'm going to protect them. And I will overthrow Jezebel. Come on, in the streets. And her blood will be spattered. Hallelujah. Her blood will be spattered. We will see how God will overcome everything through us. I will protect my bride. I'm going to go back to Revelation 2. And I will overthrow her on a bed of anguish and I will see that her blood is spattered. Okay. Verse 23. And I will strike her children. Dead. I will strike her children 
did. So let's talk about Jezebel. Let's talk about her daughter. Jezebel. We know she operates in flesh. We know that she hides between the women. Okay, all the women say, say amen. Okay, it is what it is. Okay, it is what it is. Because that is the kind of spirit that will come and try to demolish the visionary. To kill the voice of God. That's what she was after. Jezebel was after the voice of God. Elijah was found in a cave. He was, he was running for his life. God, God came to him and he said, what the heck are you doing here? This is my translation. The, the, the Afrikaans Anton's version. Okay, Afrikaans is my home language back there. Okay. What are you doing? Elijah says, but haven't, haven't, Lord, haven't you got the news? She's after me. Yes, that's what he said. She's after me. He says that she's killing all the prophets. And he, he even went so far to say to the Lord that she killed everybody and I'm the only one left. You know what's the crazy part in that? Is that right there the Lord said to him, okay, go, go find a prophet as you're on your way out. As you have decided that you're going to be killed. Get, get on your way and go find Elijah to, to anoint him as a prophet in your place. Oh, he was mad. We made a sermon of that when we say we throw the mantles on people. Let me tell you something. Elijah did not throw the mantle upon Elijah because he had to. He had to anoint him. That was the, pro that was the instruction. He had to anoint him. Not throw his mantle upon him. He threw his mantle on him. The word says he cast it. Let me tell you what's cast. What it means. It means in order to throw it so far away that you'll never get it back. Elijah was angry when he got to Elisha. He threw him with his mantle. <laughs> Come on. Wow. And he went, Elisha, when, I mean, he, he got so frightened. And then Elisha went back and he picked up his mantle. He says, go and do whatever you want. And he walked away. It's not a just, oh, let's throw the mantles on the people. You don't throw your mantle away. Oh, come on, church. You don't throw your mantle away. Not while you're still alive. Did you hear me? Not while you're alive. When Elijah was asking Elisha, what do you want? He says, I want double of your portion. That's what I want. And then he said, well, when I am in the sky and you see me, you can have my mantle. But not before that. Oh, come on. Not before that. I ain't going to get my mantle on you just for nothing. God anointed me for that. And he anointed you for this. That's why there's so much confusion in the church. Because everybody runs around with everybody's mantle. And we are so confused. We are so confused. But you got to find what God anointed you for. Not the other way around. It doesn't matter what God did to you. I need to worry what God did for me. I got to stay on track. 
Don't be confused. I repented preaching all this nonsense. I, I repented. It sounded nice. Oh, gotta get somebody's mantle. You're gonna die for that mantle, bro. There was a guy in South Africa. He said, Oh, this guy's mantle on me. His mantle is on me. I said to one of my friends, he said, That guy's gonna die. Because that guy got killed in a car accident. He died. I will strike her children. God says. Nobody has ever cared about Jezebel's daughter. Come on. I, probably, you, probably you didn't even know she had a daughter. Thank you. Her name was Athaliah. And let me say that, if the enemy couldn't use Jezebel, she's going to send in some backup. I said she's going to send some backup. Because of you, if you are so sensitive, if you've got that, that discernment to pick her out in the midst of thousands of other people's and spirits, She's going to come in with a different way. Hear me out. We in 2023, we're working with a different level of the enemy. Listen to what I'm telling you this morning. I'm prophesying this to you because we got to wake up. We got to open our eyes. We're not fighting the battle of 15 years ago. We're not fighting the same devil anymore. We're coming now against a devil that is disguised. We're coming against a devil today in the church that comes as a light of heaven. Come on, if you don't want that, to know that or not, it is what it is. She will come in as a light, like an angel, the word says. Come on, the word is, is, is demanding me on this. So Jezebel was after the voice of God who Elijah was. But then the word of God says to me the following. He says that the spirit of God, the spirit, sorry, the spirit of Elijah came upon John the Baptist. Elizabeth and Mary was, they were friends. And they were both pregnant at the same time. They were three months, I think, apart. And as Elizabeth was sitting in her house, she was housebound. When Mary came to visit her and she greeted her. Oh, Lord Jesus. Something happened on the inside of Elizabeth. The power of God that she was carrying. Come on, I'm talking about Mary. I'm talking about the Christ. I'm talking about the anointed one. I'm talking about the Christos. I'm not talking about a little bit of oil on your forehead. I'm talking about the olive tree himself. She was the carrier of that olive tree. She came and as she greeted him and she touched her. The power of God hit John inside of her. The word says that John leaped. Oh, can you? Oh, why are you shaking? 
What's going on when the power of God comes upon us? We we get shaky. Come on. We we get we get in movements. Somehow or the other, some people, dead people, get resurrected when the power of God comes. And the end years, the Spirit of God came upon her. And then the Word of God says the following. Listen, listen, listen. The Word of God says this. He says, and He Himself will go before Him in the Spirit and in the power of Elijah. Amen. God, God had it all figured out. Jezebel was after, was after Elijah. After the voice. I'm talking about BC. BC days. But we're in a different time. We're fighting a different devil. We can't find a new devil with old tools. Oh, come on, somebody. We got to raise up the bar. We got to increase. We got to increase the worship. We got to increase and have God come more and more and more. And, and I just loved what you said a little bit earlier. Give space to the worship because that is the manifested presence of God. That is how we bring the presence of God. The Word of God says this. In the New Testament, it says Jesus was healing the, 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 the lepers. There were 10 of them. One of them came back. Just one. And he came in front of Jesus and he started worshiping him. And the word says, the power of God came upon him and he fell on his face. That word is the word doxa. It's the manifested presence. It came upon that, that leper. That's what happens when we worship. We open a heaven portal. If you believe in portals or not. You're going to see the manifestations. You all see it. So, so here's, here's John. He's got now the spirit of Elijah. But let me tell you, Pastor. The minute that that spirit of Elijah came upon John the Baptist, he immediately became a target for the New Testament church. Because he became the new voice. He became the new voice. This is the church. John the Baptist died. Here we are. And now we are the voice of God. Come on, now we are the voice of God. But, but now we become a target. You and I become a target in this. Let's talk about the Thalia. Oh, she's a devil. You know what is so crazy about that name? Thalia. She was a massacre. I don't know if you know that. She was a massacre. And she took out all the members of Judah. Nobody talks about her. Why not? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you 
how it works. Her name means angel of light or God is delighted. Can you see the form? How it shifted from the obvious devil to the one that creeps in slowly. We don't recognize the steps of Athalia. We don't recognize it. Oh, because she's beautiful. She comes as the best part the church has ever had. She comes in as the answer to all the church's problems. Disguised. But what she didn't figure is that God has placed that same spirit that killed her mom. Oh Lord Jesus. He placed that same spirit in his bride. He placed that same spirit that's after the blood. Come on now. He placed that spirit within the church because we've seen that, that figures of David. Come on, we've seen that. Here's David with the head of Goliath. He walks around. Come on, it's a nasty picture because the guts is hanging out at the bottom. And, and, and he, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't easy. Come on, he wasn't easy on, on Goliath when he took off that head. But all of a sudden, we are the church that is, that is uh, uh, in overdrive to take out now the plan of the enemy. We are now uh, aware of what the enemy does. You see, we cannot fight the enemy if we don't know the enemy. We can't fight Jezebel's daughter if we don't even know how she looks. No credit to her. No credit to her. But don't play with her. You're going to get hurt. Hear me out. So there was this birthday party. And the voice in the desert. John. The spirit of Elijah. He came straight on against Herod the Great. There's something about this remnant people. They don't go after the small little tiny girls. They might be short, but they're very powerful. And John went straight after Herod. After he's been sexually immoral. And what John the Baptist did, he exposed his sin in front of all the people. And then it was Herod's birthday. He invited all the prince and the kings, all the most important people in his kingdom. He invited them all. And guess who had he 
he had for the entertainment. The spirit of Athalia. Herod's daughter. Herod's daughter's name was Salome. You know what a name means? Peace. Oh, the devil is a liar. He comes in all tricks and shapes and sizes and colors. But we, the church, we got to wake up. Oh, we got to wake up fast. We got to start discerning. We got to know that it's too good to be true. We got to know this. Listen, Lord, listen to what happens. Here it is. And this is his birthday party and the kings and the princes and all these important people are there. And then the king, Herod, he, he brought his daughter to the party. And you remember that, that flesh, that lust, and that, that all that stuff that comes upon the people within that spirit? Here it is. Here it is. She started dancing in the midst of this palace. She started dancing in the midst of the party. But within moments, she started having the control of everybody in that whole building. Go read your Bible. All of a sudden, she started having control of everybody in this place. Can you imagine how, how slick that must have been? When that cover up peaceful lady came in. As the angel of light, Athalia. And she came in and she started dancing. She was so bad. Come on, let me tell you. She was so bad that she had even her dad on that sexual spell. Come on, how sick it is. Because we see it today in the church. people. We see that right now in the church. And here she is. She started dancing. And she started showing up. And she started showing herself. But whoa, what she was after was about the control. She was after the control because the last thing we need now is the presence of God. Her dad got so under that, that spell, that, that influence. Come on, I, I see it this way. I, I think pictures, okay? And then I see how he, he, man, he's, so, he's so addicted to what's going on here. He will now give everything if he, can just, if he can just get another hit. If he can just go on another high. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? And this is how the enemy operates, right? This is how he operates. He gets you to a place that you will sell your car for $2. He will make it happen for you. Come on. That is the power of the enemy. He can do it. You can sell your soul for nothing. That's what he's after. But he knows, he knows the church identifies Jezebel. He knows that. Now he got to bring up a new tool. He got to bring up a disguise spirit. He's got to bring up something that will go against the spirit of God, against the presence of God. And first of all, she appears as the angel of light. Secondly, she comes in peace. Herod was so under the influence of the spirit that he said, he called her up and he said, I'll give you anything. I'll give you anything. You can have half my kingdom. 
ask just what you want. You can have anything. Just ask. She didn't make up her mind right there. What did she do? She ran to her mother. Herodias. You know what Herodias means? Control. She went straight to Herodias and she says, Mom, Mom, we're in the pound seats. They, 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 took, they took the bait. They took everything. Everything we put out there, they took all of that. What do you want me to do? Oh, nobody else is Jezebel. She's behind in all of that. And she said, don't bother about the kingdom. We have the kingdom. We got to kill that voice. Forget about the kingdom. We, we will get the kingdom. Somehow or the other, we'll get the kingdom. But we're after the voice. That voice that exposed us. Get his head on a plate. Get his head on the plate. And exactly that happened. And he said, Hero, bring me John the Baptist's head on the plate. Because this beautiful angel of me wanted to have to see the blood of the head of the voice of God. But what they haven't, what they haven't figured, what they didn't, what they didn't reckon with is that we're not playing around anymore. We're not playing around anymore. You see, we in for the guts or anything, nothing else. Come on, we in for everything. And now we, we, we walking with a new generation that says, a you that stands up and he says, is there somebody on my side? Is there somebody that will help me overthrow this spirit? Come on, because we got to see her blood spattered on the walls. Come on, we call upon the people who's with us. Come on, who's with us? Who's with us? Come on, church. Stay on your feet if you're on your feet. But who's with us? I'm in for the blood. I mean to see the blood spatters. I mean to see the guts hanging out. Everything or nothing. But there's a, but there's a generation. I said there's a generation. I said there's a generation. That is God, that God is waiting on. Come on. I said it to you the other night. Is that had a reputation in hell. That's what God is calling right here. God needs a people to have a reputation. I don't care where you're coming from. If God saves you, you got a reputation. He's waiting on a people. Come on, I said He's waiting on a people that can say, yes, I'm in for it. I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to stand with the King. I'm going to stand with the anointed. I'm going to stand with them that wants to take the principalities down of this earth, of Lafayette, of Broussard, of Louisiana. Come on, church. We just need a somebody.
We just need a somebody that can say yes. Here's the strategy. It's simple. Presence. Presence. You see, but I can't come to church seven days a week. That's not what I'm asking you. I ask you to walk in the presence of God. That's what I'm asking you. I don't want you to become religious now. I want you to be a son like Paul was prophesying in Romans 8, 19 and says there's a generation, there's an earth that's waiting on the manifestation of the sons. That's who we're talking about. I'm not talking about some teenagers and baby, baby stuff. I'm talking about Christ-like nature, guys. People, I'm not talking about a gender, you know that. This is a son spirit. It's a son spirit that's not afraid. It's not afraid that they might lose anything. But more than everything, listen, 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 more than anything, this morning, I'm out to expose the plan of the enemy. More than anything, I want to expose the falsehood that the enemy is bringing to the church. They look like light, but they will tell you something different. The character will show. We, I know we're going to anoint people tonight. I know we're going to anoint people tonight, but if you say tonight, I'm, this morning, especially for this word, and you say, I'm in. Prophet, I'm in. I'm in. Boots and all. I'm in. Pastor, is that okay if we just let the oil go and people anoint themselves? Is that okay? Have you got some oil around? Do you have some oil? There's some oil. There's some oil. Come on, bring it, bring it, bring it. Bring the oil. You say, but that, what has this got to do with everything? Oh, it's got to do everything with everything. Oh, we got a lot. Okay. So let's, let, 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 me, let me figure it out. Let's take a bottle. And you pass it on and you, ah, no, give me, give me that. And we give one Perot. And you anoint the one next to you. Help me. Give it out to that rose. Let the oil just come back, please. But you take the oil and you anoint the one next to you. And it says, Lord, he's ready. He said, yes. He said, yes. And we anoint every single one for this. As, as you have anointed, as you have anointed people, as you have anointed them in the Old Testament, and as you have anointed you, that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to anoint people for this, for this occasion. We're going to raise up this army. Come on, this is what this conference is about. It's to raise up an army, but a people, a people that can take down the principalities of hell. We're not there to play anymore. We're not there to play anymore. 
Anoint the one next to you and let the oil go. Come on, just let the oil go. If you had oil in your hand, give it to the next guy. Give it to the next guy. That's right, that's right. Let the oil flow. Let the oil just flow. Let the oil just flow. Anoint every single one that says, I need to be anointed this morning. Lord, I anoint the one next to me. Lord, I anoint the person next to me as a warrior this morning to take down Jezebel and Natalia. We're here to not to play games anymore. We're here not to play games anymore. But we're here to be very, very, very serious. Come on, there's a lady behind you. Anoint her. Anoint her. That's right. That's right. That's right. Lord, let your people smell like oil. Let your people smell like oil. Let your people smell like oil. Let the oil of heaven comes upon this church, comes upon this place, and let we take down the principalities of hell. Lord, we want to see the manifested presence to come and to, to, to rock up in every place, on the pavements, on the streets, in the Walmarts, in the Target centers. We want to see your presence manifested. Oh, we want to see how the enemy comes down, crawling, crawling come on crawling in his own blood come on lift your hands if you're anointed lift your hands with me come on stain it stain it stain it stain it stain it let it just flow let it just flow let it just flow we're not done because God is busy imparting something on the inside of you. He's giving you strategies. He's giving you your word back. He's opening your mouth again. He's touching your hands for healing again. Come on, God is touching your whole body. Mapros. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Whose, whose son are you? I am the son. I am a servant. <laughs> I'm coming from the bloodline of the line of Judah. I'm a remnant. Come on, I'm a remnant. I might be coming from a small group of people, but I tell you, the Spirit of God is in us. We might be, we might be in the minority right now, but soon we will take over the world. Soon, come on. Soon we will take over America. Soon we will take over the United States. Soon, come on. Soon we will take over the White House. Soon you will see the manifested presence in the nation of God. Yes. Strategically, God is placing people all around the world. Positioning the church. Protecting His bride. Without us even knowing that he's been using people like that. Putting them around the bride and saying, nobody's touching my bride. The praises.
I want the worship team to come up if you can. If you can. If you're on your feet. I want you to sing that song that we sang a little bit earlier. Oh, the presence. Oh, the presence. Come on, church, lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. We, your temple. We, your temple. Come on, come on, come on. Let's draw down the presence of the Lord. Let's draw down the presence of Jesus. Lord, show us. Lord, show us your glory. Yes, that's right. Lift your voices. Lift your voices. Sound the worship. Come on, sound the worship. As your presence. Now fill this place. Come on, sing it again. Sing it again. Sing it again. Lift your voices, everybody. All over this place. Surrender to the presence of God. Come on, just surrender, surrender, surrender. Yes, yes, yes. This is where the true impartation takes place. You cannot get it from me. You cannot get it from the worship team. You get it from the presence. Rise to your grace. Me bless <laughs> by our praise as we glory you, Lord. As we glory you, Lord. As we glory. Lord, we are hungry for your praises, we are thirsty. Yes, 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 sing it, sing it, sing it. Yes, just go, 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 go. Oh, the glory. Oh, the glory. Oh, the glory. Of your presence. Come on, I want you to tap into this. All over this place, all over this place, people are touching him. People are touching him. Let him download, let him download within you the presence of the one. The presence of the one. Kebramande kunena masabramande. Yes. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. As we glory in your embrace. your presence now fills this place oh, yes. yes yes 
creating us. It's 12.54 in the morning, well, in the afternoon. I'm not bringing you out of this zone. I just want to say this. How, how, do, we, how do we just cut the, ch- the service off? How, how do we do that? How do we become a church that just becomes so occupied with time that we never actually make room for the one that we're supposed to be there to worship in the first place? I don't understand that. We're not, we're not trying to force an atmosphere of heaven. The King of glory is here. So I can't apologize for this. I, I can't apologize. That's why we must be a people that are led by the Spirit. You know, you said something that Jezebel's daughter killed off was trying to kill off the line of Judah and that's so amazing that that spirit was after praise the spirit was after your praise because if he can take your praise he has got you defeated come on and not only of course that praise involves coming into the presence of God the Spirit of God, we cannot, we cannot do without the Holy Spirit. And I'm not going into part two here. All right? But we're going to land the plane right now. Remember this tonight, we're having uh, um, Prophet um, Cameron said he really felt led to pray for people for healing. 
and he has an unction for them. And I said, you've got to go with the unction of, I said, if, it's, if you feel the unction, then you better function. Are you with me? If the unction's there, then function. So, so let's bring people. Come on, this is the house of healing. Come on. H-O-H, house of healing. Come on, destiny, H-O-H. Hallelujah.